People have been hunting birds since the dawn of time. They've been hunted for food, for feathers, and more recently for pleasure and sport. People hunt many different types of birds for many different reasons. And you are about to hear some of the stories behind these reasons. This is the GoHuntBirds.com podcast. podcast. I am your host, Mark, and it is Friday, February 17th, and I'm here with another edition of the Friday Foul Focal Points. This week's episode, I'm going to touch on six places that I would love to go waterfowl hunt. This is a, a list of six dream destinations that I would like to go to someday. None of these are places that I've been to, but I've spent an awful lot of time looking at them online and following their social media platforms and just kind of taking ideas from them and just kind of, you know, watching and seeing what they do and being a little jealous back here, just wondering how I can get myself to these places. So uh, before I get into those, I'm going to just touch base a little bit. I got a couple of housekeeping items here. So we did an episode of uh, a few weeks ago with the YouTube shows that I like to watch. And uh, my good friend, Sean Hammock, reminded me that he has a YouTube channel that he has. So uh, shout out to Big Sean. Sorry I missed you on that list, my man. Uh, Sean has a web or a YouTube channel that has uh, over 50,000 followers. He's got a lot of YouTube content on there with in regards to hunts, as well as kind of his own content, as well as a lot of calling techniques and tips and that kind of stuff, how to tune your call, how to blow a call, all that kind of stuff. So big shout out to Sean. You know, Sean's a regular contributor to this podcast now. And I feel ashamed that I did not add Sean's uh, YouTube channel to my list of favorite YouTube channels to watch. So sorry about that, Sean. I know you uh, gave me a little jab in the in the direct messages there. And uh, hey, can't uh, be perfect all the time. So, But yeah, go check out Sean's YouTube channel. Like I said, he's got about 50,000 followers on there now. And he's uh, even added content from his previous DVDs that he put out. So there's some older stuff on there that you can watch and check out too so so that's my one housekeeping item my second housekeeping item is the emails uh keep sending me emails i got a bunch of emails now from a few different people that have some content they want to hear on this podcast if you haven't heard your content yet and you are a regular listener it's not that i forgot about you i'm just working on making the episode so um specifically shout out to uh, jordan priddle you and i got to sit down and have a chat about uh, what you want to see that episode turn into and of course Simon Day has reached out to me with uh, a topic that he'd like some info on so uh, those two ones I'm working on uh, there's a few others that I got on the fire too but uh, like I said reach out to me info at gohuntbirds.com is my email address I would love for you to send me an email so that you can uh, get your ideas on the podcast 
and I want an email so that I can literally sit down, print it off, read it, kind of make some notes. I'm kind of an old school guy where I make notes on paper and I like to write stuff down and write down ideas before I actually proceed with my banter here. So if you got an idea, fire me an email. Love to hear from you. Maybe even could have you on as a guest to talk about said email. So, um, so yeah, those are my two housekeeping items. Uh, it is Friday, the February the 17th, and I'm on day 47 of 75 hard here. So uh, I've currently read four books already. Uh, I'm down 25 pounds, which is nice. And I'm just kind of leveling up all over here. Uh, feeling good about a lot of things that I got going on, trying to get myself focused and ready for spring. Turkey season will only be about two months away now. Uh, I got a spring snow goose one day hunt uh, with the boys at St. Lawrence Outfitters. Hopefully that uh, happens. The Apparently the birds are starting to move already with this mild weather we've been having. So hopefully we don't miss the migration, but it is still February. I'm sure there's a lot of winter ahead of us and winter time is really a great time to start planning stuff and figuring stuff out and start putting ideas down on paper. And that's what I was doing today with this podcast. Um, so yeah, so these are my top six dream destinations that I would love to go hunt. Obviously I have a ton more that I would love to do, but, uh, these are kind of the six that I continue to find myself checking out, looking at, making kind of long-term plans in my head that are places I'd want to go. So now start, uh, starting number six and work my way backwards. Um, I don't really think these are kind of a top, like in any particular order, but I mean, from a feasibility standpoint is kind of where I have these. So top six, here we go. The first one that I would love to go and cross off the list. It's been a one that I've been following forever. They're around for a long, long time. And that's, uh, Habitat Flats in Sumner, Missouri. So, uh, Habitat Flats is probably one of the number one lodges in North America for waterfowl hunting. They are kind of the ones that put the big lodge type idea on the map for uh, waterfowl hunters. Um, their business has been around for quite a while. Tony Vandemore is the guy that runs the show there. They uh, do have three lodges. They have two down south and they have one up in Saskatchewan. So uh, I particularly would like to go to the original one in Sumner. It is... Uh, kind of the pinnacle of what started the whole conservation effort and kind of managing your properties for ducks and making sure that the uh the duck hunting is superb so um like i said it's been a place that i've loved to go to for a while i've touched base with a good friend of mine luke Scherters. luke generally used to go down there fairly regularly and uh luke if you're listening to this one i know you and i've chatted i would love to uh, get on one of those trips with you uh should you go down there again so um, yeah, number six on the list, Habitat Flats. Uh, like I said, it's been one of my places that I'd like to go to for a while, and I would love to get down there. So number five on my list is Cadillac Creek Outfitters. So they are operated in Amarillo, Texas. So like they say, everything's bigger in Texas. Um, they are operated by a guy named, by the name of Toby Brolin. And those guys who would follow along on social media would know that Toby is kind of a character, it looks like. Toby's one of those guys that's covered in tattoos. He's got neck tattoos. And you often see him wearing those kind of red, polished, shiny red glasses. Um, seems like he'd be an awful fun guy to hunt with. So the content that they put out is pretty neat. If you check out their website, CadillacCreek.com. You can see that they have hunt packages, they have weekday packages, they have weekend packages. Um, 
everything seems to be included in their hunting, you know, lodging, dinner, breakfast, snacks, you know, hospitality and bar. So it sounds like uh, it's a full full service place. I love to just generally go down to Texas. They, uh, they're hunting ducks, cranes, uh, specks, snows, it looks like. Uh, but more importantly, it just looks like a place that I'd love to go and check out. Uh, they're, they just built a new lodge, or there's a new lodge coming, it seems like. And uh, from what I see on their social media accounts and the stuff, the guys that are hunting with them, just seems like a lot of fun. So, again, number five on my list, Cadillac Creek Outfitters in Armarillo, Texas. Place I'd love to go check out. Number four on my list is one that I've kind of somewhat already been to, but not quite. Uh, Claudio and Garrow's Outfitters. Uh, so I've hunted with, with uh, Daryl Gilbert, who runs the Saskatchewan edition of uh, Garrow's Outfitters. I would like to go to the Alberta edition. So Claudio has his main lodge in Artisan, Alberta, which is just a little bit east of Edmonton, for those looking on a map. Um, I have not yet hunted in Alberta before, so... Um, I've been to Saskatchewan, I've been to Manitoba, I've been to Quebec City, and obviously I've hunted in Ontario where I live. Uh, Alberta is on my list to, uh, to go check out as well. So I'm um, going to be in touch with my buddy Daryl Gilbert, and hopefully within the next couple of years I can coordinate a time when he's going to be out there, maybe fly out to Edmonton, spend a couple of days, and uh, hunt in Alberta with the actual... Uh, Canadian legend himself, Claudio Ungaro. So uh, those who've listened to the podcast before have heard us talk about him lots. He does have a YouTube channel that you can check out. Uh, he's that Hired to Hunt TV show that was on the Wild TV for many, many years. So uh, one of my places I'd like to go, um, Alberta is, like I said, a province I've never hunted before. So it's one that I want to cross off the list at some point. Number three on my list is kind of a, not necessarily an outfitter, but more of a, a, a birds that I want to chase. So uh, I would like to get out for some sea duck hunting where I can cross off common eiders, Atlantic brant, and three species of scoters off my list uh, for the 41 species of waterfowl. So I'm thinking a trip out east uh, is going to be on the radar at some juncture. And, the, you know, the places I'm looking at are either Long Island, New York, or in New England, or Maine, but uh, anywhere along that Atlantic East Coast where I can get into sea ducks and eiders and, um, and Atlantic brand. So, um, haven't done a lot of research on where to go or, or where I want to go or even when I want to go, but those are, th those are some birds I want to cross off my list, and I know that if I want to do that, I'm going to have to get out east somewhere, so... It's, uh, it's number three on my list because it's something I'd like to kind of do sooner than later. The first three that I've mentioned so far are, uh, you know, more so to check out the lodging and the outfitter and kind of meet people. Um, anywhere I'd go in those three first places, I'd be shooting birds that I've already shot before on the 41 species uh, for the most part. So this particular trip would be something that I would want to do to cross off some birds and get some taxidermy worthy birds for the house. So um, that's why it's a little further down the list, uh, closer to number one, um, as opposed to being uh, up the list for the first three. So anyway, if any of you have uh, any insight to doing this or outfitters that you've used or, or prefer people that you know, let me know because uh, I would love to kind of get these ones uh, done maybe in the next few years. So, And it's probably something that's a little less expensive because it wouldn't be a 
trip I would do with a bunch of guys. I'd probably do it with one or two guys and go for a weekend or something like that. So anyway, number three on my list, not necessarily an outfitter, but just a, a general direction of place I want to travel to for Eiders, Atlantic Brands or Scotters or Scoters or however you want to pronounce it. So number two on my list, getting closer to the top here is uh, Falco. So Falco is in Garber, Oklahoma. They're a fairly newer outfitter. They've been in business, I think, around five years or so. Um, and they just seem like a really cool place I'd want to go check out. Uh, that trip to do would be about a 22 or so hour drive from where I live. I would probably do the drive down. And while I'm down there, um, take the two hour, or two hour or so drive over to where the uh, 737 guys are. Uh, they have a duck club there as well as a kind of a cool shop which includes a full bar and like a restaurant. So um, kind of a neat concept. If you check them out online, the 737 Duck Club, 737 guys, uh, you can kind of see what they're about. And I know that they have a close relationship with the guys at Falco. And for those who, who are checking out Falco, uh, you'll notice they have a huge lodge. A lot of the reasons why I want to go check out these places is because my love of real estate and my love of architecture and buildings and and that kind of stuff. So all these places that I've listed so far have what, they, what you call a lodge or a big lodge. Or they're a full accommodation outfitter where you can go stay there. Uh, generally, a lot of these places, their bars included, their place to eat is included, their place to sleep is included, and uh, some of what we offer here at Go Hunt Birds too. So when I'm checking out a lot of these places that I've hunted at over the years, I'm kind of taking pieces of what I see and bringing it back to what I can offer here for our hunt club. So um so yeah so the first three on my list and then obviously this one here falco are ones that have really cool lodges this particular place is a 7,000 square foot lodge um it's right in the middle of north central oklahoma it's where you see that red dirt uh, so so if you follow along the 737 guys you'll notice that a lot of their boats or their waders or their trucks have like that red dirt stain on them um this particular place you'd be hunting Ducks, uh, specks, snows, probably cacklers, maybe even cranes. Um, again, a lot of the same birds that I've hunted in Saskatchewan and I've shot before, but different part of the year. All of these trips that I've mentioned so far, with the exception of Claudio, would be probably trips that I would do after the Ontario-Quebec seasons have closed. So these would be all trips I'd be looking to do sometime in January or even early February. Um, which is why it's an ideal time to put this podcast out now because there'd be trips that I would want to do once the season where we are is closed where I can kind of, you know, pack my stuff away, home base here, jump in a truck, drive south to where there's no snow and get in on some birds that have migrated south from Canada already. So um, even with the with the one in Maine, it would be probably, or, you know, or, or New England, it'd probably be something that I would do in January after Christmas, after New Year's, after all the family obligations have kind of come and gone. And obviously the, the busyness of the fall waterfowl season where I live. So, so with the exception of the one uh, on my list here going up to Alberta, which is probably something I would do in, in either early September or late October, um, the rest of these would be all ones that I would do into the January, February months. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So number two on my list here is Falco, which is in Garber, Oklahoma. And, uh, they're operated by three fellows, Josh Teff, John David Blagg, and Aaron Seifritz, uh, three business partners that decided to, uh, 
get together and put this lodge up. I think there's a fourth partner too. He may be their their silent partner or their you know financier, we'll call it. But uh, anyway, pretty cool spot. I've been following them along since they came out. They established themselves in 2017, so they've been around for five, six years now. Um, and they have a huge social media presence and kind of a lot of the same stuff that we like to do here. So, uh, so yeah, so number two on my list, Falco. Number one on my list of places that I would like to go and hunt and see is the Hooray Ranch, and that's in Kingsman, Kansas. Um, they were an outfitter that, that uh, established themselves in 2013, I believe, which is the same year we started our company. Obviously, they're a little bigger than we are. Um, I do not really know what the story is now with Hooray Ranch. From what I understand, the guy that owned it has sold it. So I don't know if it does run like an outfitter anymore. Uh, they still do have a website. It doesn't seem to have been updated in a while. But uh, the website and the YouTube channel and the social media stuff um, is still all active. I did see a recent post on Instagram that they are looking for staff for their season uh, and that was only a few days ago, so obviously they still are active in business. Uh, but from a standpoint, again, of architecture and buildings and real estate and conservation management, they're one of the places I would love to go see. They uh, have a really cool setup for Upland Game, the uh, Hungarian style of pheasant shooting where they do the tower shoot. And so for those who don't know, what will happen is the people that are running the show will put on a pheasant hunt and there's stations in a big circle and then in the middle of that circle they'll put this tower where they let the pheasants fly away from and so you're kind of shooting pheasants overhead like you would waterfowl hunting but you're, uh, you're standing from a stationary blind that is just out of gun range from the next stationary blind and they're all in a big circle so essentially when all the blinds are, are full and I think there's like a dozen of them as long as the birds fly over, one of the blinds are in shooting range at all times from, for somebody. So there is a video of it on YouTube. You can check it out. It's pretty neat. Again, just the, the craftsmanship and the building and the property and everything I've seen online and all the videos and all the... I've even checked it out and looked it up on uh, Google Maps just to kind of get an idea of the layout of the place. Uh, the guy that built it, uh, from what I understand, was a former tradesman. So obviously he's into the construction trades. I'm sure it was built beautifully with uh, no expenses set back. But one of the places I'd love to go check out. Don't know if, uh, if it's something I'll ever do, but it is definitely number one on my list. Uh, and it's uh, obviously a place where if, you, if you're a waterfowl hunter and you've seen any of these videos, I'm sure you probably have it right up there on your list too. So... So like I said, those are my top six dream destinations. Um, you know, number one being Hooray Ranch in uh, Kingsman, Kansas. Number two is Falco in Garber, Oklahoma. I'd like to take a trip to the east coast of Maine, New England, Long Island area. It's number three on my list. Number four is uh, heading out to Alberta to hunt with Claudio Angaro and uh, hunt with the actual lodge in, uh, in uh, Alberta. Uh, number five on my list is Cadillac Creek in Amarillo, Texas with Toby Brolin. And number six on my list is to check out where it all started in this big lodge-style game, uh, Habitat Flats in Sumner, Missouri. So if you're listening to this podcast and any of those uh, are trips you want to go on or things that, the places that you think you may want to go to, hit me up. I mean, uh, these are all trips I'm going to try and plan at some juncture over the next 
let's call it 10, 15 years, because let's be realistic. It's not something that I can afford to do all at once. Um, and it's going to be uh, something that kind of takes some time to plan and, and put the money aside for. So if any of these trips are ones that actually uh, strike a chord with you, hit me up. Maybe we'll uh, we'll plan something together. I want to do these trips with guys that appreciate it. I want to do these trips with guys that can afford it. I want to do these trips with guys that once they get down there, you're not going to have to worry about nickel and diamond for the little small stuff uh, as well as, you know, you shoot a nice bird, taxidermy worthy that you're going to bring it home and get it mounted. So, uh, so these are places you'd want to go to. Uh, let me know. And if you have places that you want to go to, let me know. I'd love to hear where other people would like to go to. So, again, my top six dream destinations to waterfowl hunt. Let's hear yours. Have a great day. Cheers.